Well, this is our final preseason show, and today we're going to be discussing the WASP preseason camp that officially ended this past week on Tuesday, and then we'll also preview the WASP preparation for their season opener at Concord University this Saturday, September 2nd, in Athens, West Virginia. By all accounts, it has been a very good preseason for the WASP, and I know they're eager, Coach, to start hitting a different color jersey, so... uh, with that, let's give our viewers an inside look on WASP football, the preseason, and also Concord University. So, Coach, welcome to the show once again. Thank you all for having me. I appreciate it. And, Josh, we're very pleased and excited to have you in the show today or in, in the program. So, thanks for making time for the show. Absolutely. Very, very happy to be with you gentlemen this evening. Coach, uh, preseason camp, you said last week, Tuesday was your last day. So, you started Wednesday prepping for Concord. We have some questions, both Josh and I, for you, but I want to just let you start by giving us your overall impression of your preseason camp and if there's anything that stuck out particularly, you know, a player or uh, some something that, you know, your offense or defense or special teams did. Just a kind of synopsis of, of your camp. Well, the first thing. Service in Blacksburg has issued a flash flood warning for northwestern Smith County in southwestern Virginia until midnight Eastern Daylight Time tonight. At 5.59 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Doppler radar indicated thunderstorms producing heavy rain across the warned area. Between one and two inches of rain have fallen. Flash flooding is ongoing or expected to begin shortly. Hazard, flash flooding caused by thunderstorms. Source, radar. Impact, flash flooding of small creeks and streams, urban areas, highways, streets and underpasses as well as other poor drainage and low-lying areas. Some locations that will experience flash flooding include Saltville, Corey, Broadford, Allison Gap. This includes the following streams and drainages, Middle Fork Holston River, Turkey Run Creek, Beaver Creek, Laurel Creek, Robertson Branch, Tattle Branch, Cruid Branch, Little Tumbling Creek and North Fork Holston River. Turn around, don't drown when encountering flooded roads. Most flood deaths occur in vehicles. Timing of expected impacts is safe to do so. Please send your reports of flooding, including mudslides or flooded roads, to the National Weather Service by calling toll-free at 1-866-215-4324. Reports and pictures can also be shared on the National Weather Service Blacksburg Facebook page and on Twitter. Uh, I think this camp has, that's what it's done. Now, of course, the football piece is critical too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I think we've, we've headed in the right direction. You know, we, we got here July 31st. It's been a camp. It's been a long camp. Yeah, we've had more practices than the Redskins, I think. So, (laughs) so, uh, but it's, it's, uh, they need more. Yeah. It's, it's been enjoyable and, uh, with this group. So, I think we're looking forward to getting into game week. 
Yeah, and it's it, it's so nice to hear you talk about your leadership because you know I know you had mentioned that 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 was something you're looking for. And Addison, nicely, I think he's a natural fit because he just works so hard. And there's nobody that cares more about it than Addison Nicely. And he's been here, what, this is his fourth year, right? Yes, and he stays here every summer and works yeah. out. And and I've seen him out. I've had to get him off the field in the middle of a thunderstorm, <laughs> uh, you know, lightning all around him. And he's pouring the rain and had to go out there and say, Addison, Hey, you might get struck. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> so that's, oh, that's how it's been. Similar weather to what we're having right now. I no, think, you no, know, overall. no doubt. Coach, you and I talked over the weekend. We talked a little bit about, uh, you know, prior to pictures and, and whatnot. And, and now that Emory & Henry is on year three, and, and we've already talked about this, you know, it's 2.5 because of the scholarship and when you all were able to recruit. One of the things I'm really interested in knowing about is, when fans come in, when we eventually get back to Fred Self Stadium's nice water field in Game yeah. Four, you know it'll be a exactly. long, long road trip there. But if the fans who come in on that Saturday against Wingate, or if they're in attendance, what we hope to be this Saturday's game in, at Concord at Gallagher Stadium, what are some things now that it's year two and a half, year three, that folks are going to say, okay, now this is looking like a what you would find in a Division Three, Division Two team? We look different. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't Kurt Newsom's Emory and Henry football team <laughs> when I was playing. You know, I, I wouldn't belong in the team picture, I can tell you that. <laughs> so, uh, but it's, uh, you know, we, we, we look like a Division Two football team. Are we quite ready? Uh, yeah, I think we are. But, uh, you know, we, we've got to grow up a little bit. And I, I want to see where we are after four years of scholarships. But uh, right now, I like where we're we're headed to Uh, i like the composition of our team and uh, so i i just feel good about it but the physical presence of these guys looks different than our odak football teams Mm -hmm. Uh, and it just does and Mm -hmm. because you're you're bringing in young men that are now uh, you know not having to pay to go to college and that that makes a difference, and it opens your recruiting areas, and that's that's probably changed more than any anywhere. And our philosophy has been exactly what uh, really uh, the two colleges I've been at before here, uh, James Madison and Virginia Tech, was recruit Virginia first, mm-hmm. and at both places uh, we were very successful because we had a. a a group from Virginia and uh, coach coach Beamer said it best. He said, uh, you know, if you sign a guy from Virginia, his parents are going to be there every weekend. If you sign a guy from Florida, they're not coming and they're going to be better citizens. They're going to be better students and they're going to be better players when they're able to see their parents every weekend. Now, will we go outside to recruit players? Yes, of course we will. But, our uh, last year, we signed 32 guys from Virginia, and yeah. I mean, I, I think that's who we need to be. And uh, there's only four schools in in the state of Virginia playing Division Two football: Virginia State, Virginia Union, UVA Wise, and us. So that's kind of that's our earmark, but we, we'll recruit everywhere to find players. Well, Coach, you, uh, you know, you talked about your leadership, and that's something you definitely wanted to find. But I'd like to ask you to go back to the preseason camp and ask you a question about 
the main point of emphasis on, if you could just briefly, and I know, I know you don't need to go into detail and get down the weeds, but the main point of emphasis on your offense and then conversely on your defense, if you could, what, what were those main points in, in this preseason camp? Well, we wanted to find out. We, we, we lost two leaders at guards, uh, you know, and one of them's coaching with us in, in uh, Parker Coe, and Preston Robertson was the guy we lost. And we've, we've had two guys step in, and I feel like uh, – they're very physical and they're they're big bodies and uh, yes, they, they they've 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 had great camps. Uh, uh, Noah Sage and Deshaun Sharp and uh, that was a major concern. And then we have we've had a transfer from uh, Maryland, uh, Clayton Allen. So yes. we we needed to, the biggest difference. I tell everybody in this league. Uh, is is defensive lines, and we needed to make sure that we were could hold up up front, and mm-hmm. that that was that was something that was very important to us. And so going into camp, I think we've we've done that. I think our our defense, uh, the ability to play fast, I, I think we're a better actually a better defense than we were a year ago, and that's we were pretty good a year ago. Yeah, you you were. Know? so I mean we're. About in the middle of the pack, and in some categories we were higher than that. And uh, I think our defense right now is uh, flying around and playing fast football. And, you know, I, I feel good about our team. But uh, if, if we were, you know, I, I don't feel good about playing everybody in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I Yeah, Wingate being one of them. Yeah. Coach, I know one thing you've got to feel really, really good about. Speaking of feeling good, is you're you're, you're very blessed to have not one but two capable quarterbacks. Uh, you have Charles Mutter, you've got Kyle Short, and and the great thing is is that you know both of those guys saw at least six games of action last year, and most importantly, they both won last year. They both each had a win, yeah. And that makes it difficult. That makes it a it's a a fun decision, but a difficult decision to have because also the great thing is is they'll both be on the two deep. You know, for for Saturday, but you know, I know that's something that you've had to evaluate. And has that been a, a an interesting evaluation this camp? No, no doubt about it. And they've both have had good camps. We've uh, we've named uh, Charles Mutter the starter, and you know, a preseason All Conference on our side uh, is <laughs> uh, is is Kyle Short. Uh, they both care. They're both great guys and uh you know it's just that he edged him out and uh i you know both may play i don't know that but uh you know i don't want to put extra pressure on either one of them by saying well if you don't do this this one will play Mm -hmm. but they're they're they both care about the football team and uh you know i i don't know if i've been around better people that that they're in the coach's office all day, uh, and I mean they're gym rats uh, as far yeah, as football sure. goes. I know that's a basketball term, but uh, that's what they are, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what you want at that position. So we're very fortunate to have two, and I know everybody says, "Well, if you're playing two, you don't have one." Well, I, I feel like that's not us. I feel like we have two. So Charles Mutter will be uh, taking the uh, initial snaps then over in Athens, yes. uh, Westford, West, by gosh, Virginia. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, we're going to 
take a short break right here, and when we come back, we're going to leave the preseason and we're going to move on to Concord University and, and just what we need to do uh, to snatch a win over there against the Mountain Lions this coming Saturday. So we'll be right back. Tumbling Creek Cider Company's tap room has moved. The new tasting room is in the drive-thru at the Abingdon Commons, conveniently located on Rimsburg Drive, Caddy Corner from the Abingdon Farmer's Market. Tumbling Creek Cider Company offers a variety of ciders with rich apple flavors made right here in Southwest Virginia, including hopped ciders and peach, making its bottled debut this month. Along with a variety of handcrafted hard ciders, there will be pub quizzes every other Thursday. For more information, tumblingcreekcider.com. They are Appalachian to the core. And we're back. Uh, thanks for listening to us. You're listening to Keys to the Game. I'm your host, Gary Lester, and head football coach, Kurt Newsom, and a special guest in the studio today is Josh Floyd, the play-by-play announcer for the Emory Henry Wise football. Coach, we're going over to Athens, West Virginia, to wild and wonderful uh, West Virginia uh, for the season opener against the Mountain Lions. Uh, certainly hope the fan base. Last year at that game, we, we had 4,800 fans in the, in the stands. I looked at Concord's average average in the stands is 1500 i hope that our fan base will follow us across the mountain to uh, athens west virginians as you take on the wasp if they don't i hope they'll be listening to you and i josh on uh, 90.7 wehc and 90.5 wise um last year's game was a tough 27 20 loss i i i said all along that that should have been in our win column but uh, it was a tough tough loss we we uh did not cash in in the red zone, and we gave up a couple of big plays and, and so forth. But, uh, boy, they've got another good team. They were 9-2 and two last year and barely missed the playoffs. So, um, and I know you've looked at film, Adam. I talked to Coach Buzzo, and he's got his all his charts and so forth. What can you tell us about the Mountain Lions this year? Uh, they got great skill players. You know, we, we know that. Uh, their offensive line is a little bit different because they've lost some guys and mm. – uh, had a, had a transfer, but uh, you know their quarterback is is the guy. You know yeah. he's he's an All American. You know they they scored fifty five points in three games. I mean that that'll that'll win you some games. And uh, you know hopefully uh, you know our our job is to uh, make sure that uh, those skill guys don't win the game for them. And uh, because I, I, I think they're they're special uh, at the skill positions. Coach, you know, last year in that game, you know, the stats really don't add up. We talk about the fact that you know they did finish fourth nationally and fifth nationally in passing, and they were almost fifty percent on third down. But that game, you know, everything was in Emory's favor. Thirty-seven minutes of time of possession. Uh, I think you held. Uh, Jack Mangle, the, the brilliant quarterback, I think he threw for 208, maybe a couple of touchdowns. You did a good job with the running back, Thurlow Wilkins, only had 48 yards. Um, just a couple of big plays uh, on their end. And one of the things, Coach, you talk about this team and the talent level that they have at their skill positions. One of the things I noticed about Jack Mangle is he may not have been the most athletic quarterback last year. You know, you saw quite a bit with Newberry and, and Tusculum. I felt like that was probably the smartest quarterback, and, and he really oh. didn't force things. He threw it away. He does not beat himself out there, does no, he? No, no. He's he's you know he's he, he understands the game. Uh, we've got a coach on our staff, Devin Woodson, who was there a year ago, and 
he understands uh, him, and he says he's special with with what he does. I mean, he knows where the ball's going before he throws it, and uh, he studies the game. And uh, you know, they had they have great skill guys, and that's that's hard to beat. You know, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've got to put some pressure on him because uh, you know, pressure is is the key when you've got a quarterback that can beat you with his arm. And, uh, you know, I think they'll hand it off some, but I think they want to beat you with him. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's that's who they are, and that's what they are. Well, Coach, uh, Coach Buzzo uh, has still got Brian Ferguson there. He was a uh, offense coordinator. Now he's a head coach. But now uh, Coach Beecraft and his staff got a little bit of a problem because we have a new defense coordinator. And I don't know, you know, you have not seen them play, so you really don't know what they're doing. But, I mean – how do you prepare for something like that with Coach Beecraft and your RPO offense when you don't really know what you're going to face? Well, Coach Crehan, the new defensive coordinator I, I coached with at James Madison, uh, my first go-round at James Madison, and uh, he was just there a year. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think he's – kind of an aggressive guy and I think it's kind of attack but we don't know what we're going to see so we're really concerned with you know alignments and I mean I have no idea Mm -hmm. he texted me uh a year ago and he was he yes coach Crehan and he was coaching at a high school in Florida and he said uh McFarlane Murph do you recommend him I said, of course I do. He's a great person. He played offensive guard for us here at Emory. And uh, Casey was the uh, high school coach in Florida. Before that, he had been in the Canadian Football League. It's a football family. Uh, His father was a head coach at Alderson Broadus, has written books. uh, uh, I think it's about the wing tee and and, and Mm. that type of thing. And then – then his brother graduated from Virginia Tech, and he had done all our scouting reports, uh, given us a computer deal for the scout. So they're all smart. They're all smarter <laughs> than me. <laughs> so, But anyway, no, I, I haven't seen him in a, in a long time, so I'm looking forward to saying hello, and I'm hoping I'm smiling when I shake his hand after the game. We certainly do, too. Coach, interesting. I'm going to kind of go on a side note. Interesting enough, Emory and Henry sort of has kind of jumped the gun by getting conquered on the schedule. Not long after that happened, there's this new Mountain East-South Atlantic Conference challenge where, you know, you're going to have teams playing off against each other. And certainly, you know, the SAC is is a very expansive conference, but so is the the Mountain East Conference. It goes all the way up to Wheeling and, you know, all the way to Cleveland when you're talking about Notre Dame. Um, How important is it to have such an established opponent like this, a good opponent that's nearby, that you seem to be having a a nice – relationship in terms of scheduling, uh, especially with this going forward where you could see a, a Newberry going all the way up to Cleveland playing Notre Dame. Yeah, what what I think needs to happen, and I think everybody in the SAC, they want it to happen. This is a quick fix. We, we'd like to have the two divisions because what that does is take away the two divisions when we have to go play 
in, in the Mountain East. Mm-hmm. And we are ahead of the curve. There's no question that we're ahead of the curve because we're playing a Mountain East team and a CIAA team right now. And uh, But uh, we would prefer to get two members and keep the two divisions in the SAC conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what everybody wants. And, and that's what we want. So it's great that we're going to be able to play Mountain East, but we don't want the straight, you know, uh, 10 team league that mm-hmm. we're getting ready to play in because it's, it's great for the, Young men to be recognized on each side. Yeah, it is. You've got a you've got a better chance to make you know an all conference, and that's what this thing's all about yeah. is you know recognizing those guys. So hopefully we can get two members to replace Barton and Erskine. Well, we've already gotten one in Anderson, and so you know hopefully it all works out to where. We can get back because uh, I think the setup with two divisions and having a championship game, and I, I don't think it gets any better. Yeah, I don't either. You know, and I, I think it's a good setup. So we'll see, but uh, we are ahead of the curve on the on the Mountain East. Mm-hmm. Well, Coach, uh, before we're going to take a break here in a second, but this is keys to the game, so we have to ask you, what is the key to winning this game uh, this coming Saturday over in uh, Athens, West Virginia? Well, if you just plug in last year's film, no big plays, score in the red zone, we yeah. win the game. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It'll be that way this year. Score in the red zone, don't give up big plays, don't let him throw it to those guys that are very athletic. You know, if he's got to drop back and throw it a long ways, I think we're going to get enough pressure on him. I hope we're going to get enough pressure on him. And uh, so, I, you know, I I think that that kind of is what it's all about. You know, that's uh, that last year's game was their big plays and Emory not finishing in the red zone wow. or on the goal line. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. past the red zone. <laughs> we don't even call that red zone. That is goal line. You, so, you know, you have different plays for like from the 20 to the 10 and from the 10. Yeah, oh, yeah, because I, it, it's really based on pass routes yeah. because there's certain things you can't throw when you get to here and here and here. And then it's, do you want to run your quarterback? Do you want to do this? And, you know, so you we go through every every phase of that. You know, we so we 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 do third and one to th- uh, one to three, and then we go uh, you know four to six, and then we when when they go past six, I leave the room because I don't even <laughs> want to be in that situation. I'm an offensive line coach. <laughs> I don't want a bunch of third and seven. Well, and and you know, you say different scenarios. You really don't practice that much at the third and inch line. So, I mean, how many? I mean, right. there's only so many plays you're going to run down there for that. But it was uh, truly a key to that game last year. And, and Mangle threw a 25 and a 40 yard touchdown pass, and then the daggone kickoff return really kind of yeah broke oh, really, our backs. Really hurt us. Yeah. So, well, folks, we're going to uh, take another quick break, and then we'll be right back to wrap up uh, today's special edition of Keys of the Game with Coach, head football coach Kurt Newsom and play-by-play announcer Josh Floyd. 
Locally owned and operated since 1914, Food Country USA provides customers quality and value with products sourced from farms in our region. From the farm, to our stores, to your table. Food Country USA. And we're back. Well, Coach, uh, the, the winning formula then is no big plays, score in the red zone, and come back with a win. I'd love it. Yeah. I'll take it right now. Well, it really it really helps with the preseason. When you've been here since the 31st of July, <laughs> no it's doubt. Like, I know we we have to win this oh, game. They they don't like me anymore and <laughs> I still like them. But <laughs> Well, folks, uh we're going to wrap up the show here. Uh, Josh and I are going to talk a couple of minutes. Uh, Josh, this is your 16th year in the uh in the booth for the Emory and Henry uh, football program. Um You've probably seen a whole lot of changes. This is my eleventh year, but uh, I'd just like to talk a minute about some of the you know things that you've seen change and 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 you know what it takes to put sixteen years in. I mean, it's amazing when you when you kind of go behind the curtain, you see a whole lot there, and and when you when you sit in and you talk with coaches and you know see the game film and you see all the preparation that they do you really you really come to appreciate all the preparation and once you start getting into uh, this side of things when you're preparing for a broadcast there's so many things that you have to prepare for you've got to interview the other team you've got to talk to the coach which I'm doing on Thursday and and mm-hmm. I you know I want to bring that perspective into the to the game You've got film to watch, which I love it, but you can go down a rabbit hole and three hours later, you're like, oh my goodness, it's 1 a.m. <laughs> well, I, I'm now, I wonder why I'm tired, but you enjoy it. And, and you know, the more that you can prepare, the more that you, you can prepare for anything in life, uh, you feel like you're going to be better and better at it. And, and that's, what, that's what I really enjoy. Uh, it invigorates me. Uh, I look forward to it. I look forward to working with you. I look forward to working with Coach uh, Newsom. Uh, it's a it's a great setup, and uh, it's eleven straight weeks. We know that uh, three first games on the road, uh, but it, it's amazing to have the support, and 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 you just get that energy, and you know, it, it all of a sudden it just doesn't feel like you spent that many hours, but it is a lot of hours and a lot of work behind the scenes. It really is, and and I have to say, um, your commitment to uh, being as professional as you are, I've always said this. It makes my job so much easier in the booth because I don't have to worry about <laughs> the commercials or, or whatever. I can just watch the game and relax and try to figure out what Coach Newsom's doing this time. But it, your professionalism, I think, helps me so much. Um, and, you know, it is a big-time commitment. I mean, it, it's a lot of time away from the families. I, I know uh, <laughs> my children often wonder, how you know, why are you doing this or how are you doing this or where are you this weekend and so forth and so on. But I love it, too. And, and Coach, i got to say, uh, you make our job so much easier because you're so forthcoming with information. Uh, we can ask you anything. You don't you, you never skirt the issues. You, you tell it like it is, and it makes our job, I know, I personally, I think it makes our job so much easier. Well, I appreciate y'all because y'all are the best in the business. And I mean, I've, you know, I haven't seen the SAC group, but I've seen the ODAC and it was like, I would watch a game and say, good night. Our people are so above these guys that are doing this. So we, 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 we appreciate what you do for Emory and Henry College. Well, thank you, Coach. And it, it is, um, you know, Josh, uh, any last words here on our special uh, edition? Well, I, I'm really excited that the station get, not only is rewarded locally, but is rewarded 
statewide. You know, Virginia Association of Broadcasting, you and I have been very fortunate to win four times, uh, three, three first place and a runner-up. And, you know, other programs here have won as well. This past year, Teresa Keller's program yeah. won. Uh, the ad really with show. Reed and Kathy Shearer won. So I'm just really happy that, the, that this station in Southwest Virginia gets statewide recognition. And I'm just really proud to be part of that. Yeah, you know, uh, we we uh, were awarded again this past year and also last year, and uh, but I think that's I think that's a sign of of the, of the hard work, and I and I'm not I'm not blowing my own whistle here, but I, the hard work that that you put into it, and you know, you make me better, and it makes me want to be better, and and coach, you add to that, so you know that that that's a winning combination, perfect storm. If you thank will. y'all. Well, folks, that's going to do it for us on this special edition of Keys of the Game. Again, the Wasp will be taking on the mountain lines of Concord University over in Athens, West Virginia, this coming weekend. And if you cannot make it, please join Josh and I because we'll be there, and we'll be bringing you all the action starting at 1230. This show will air at 12 12 o'clock. We'll be on air at 1230, and then we'll have kickoff at 1 o'clock. So, Coach, thank you for being here. Josh, thanks for you being here and taking the time out of your busy schedule. Really appreciate it, and it's been a lot of fun. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for us, folks. Thanks for listening, and also thank you, Anthony Smith, for your fine job of producing this show. So long, everyone.